Yep. And I look at that back to when I used to do new construction, it would come up and I'd tell them just straight up, I'm not doing it. Right. Well, we we're, we need it that way. No, you don't. Yeah. You no. think you do, no. but as Figure soon as this freezes, yeah. you're going to think, well, that was a stupid idea. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Make Trades Great Again podcast. How you doing, Andy? Good. How are you doing, Eric? Good, good. So you've had some major weather events there. Oh, yeah, recently. it's been it's it's been a, a long weekend. Um, we're here. We are Thursday, and I was still waiting for the weekend to show up. Um, it's uh, yeah, we had <laughs> what were we uh, like forty on Tuesday last week, I think, and or Tuesday or Wednesday, and by Saturday morning we were uh, ne- negative twenty six. Yeah, um, that's a big swing. So, which I you know I I don't want to say you know that is a big swing. And that's cold for us. I yeah. mean, that's that's ten degrees, easily ten degrees colder than we typically get this time of year. Okay. And we had the east side of the state, um, flatlanders. I mean, man, they were just absolutely froze out over there, like sixty four below or something like that. It was oh. ambient without wind. You know, there's there's some wild. I mean, you start thinking about that sixty four below zero. Oh, I've seen it Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's, it's cold. Yeah. It's I mean, miserable. there's place, there's colder places for sure, but <laughs> not much, <laughs> not, not, not very often and not for very long. Right. And, uh, so, not typical for that area either. No, no. So, but. so in those situations, you know, you start seeing the posts on Facebook or Instagram or whatever businesses have really, um, been doing this for quite a while. Yours included mine. Right. Um, I think I just posted something about, hey, you know, it's cold. If you need any help, we're here. Uh, yeah. But you were talking uh, to your customers about just kind of some very basics and how what to yeah. or not to do because of this cold weather, right? So what do you? What were yep. you saying? What have you been saying to your customers? Uh, every couple of seasons, you know, I'll I'll I try to have something. I mean, it's a good business, I guess. Yeah. Um, is to do a Google post or something like that and, and post information or helpful information for your customers. And it was, you know, go, go to your thermostat, set it at your comfortable temperature when you're sitting there on the couch, watching TV at 67, 68, 69, whatever, and push hold Yeah, and, and set that to permanent hold. Don't ignore your day and night setback, ignore all the things that you think that you're saving these massive mounds of money. Um, and then if it's going to be cold, it's going to even be more money that you're going to save. Cause you're not, you're really, you're really saving very minuscule amounts of money with a day and night setback. And when it's cold like this, just don't do it. Just ignore that, ignore it, resist the urge and, uh, and just put it on permanent hold. And I, I didn't, re- I guess I didn't really understand the concept of it until, until someone had ex- kind of explained it to me. But if you have a customer, let's say that has a, uh, uh, eight degree or 10 degree night setback, that's yeah. big, right? Yeah. If, if you have forced air, that's probably not that big a deal. You know, it'll recover quick, pretty quick, but what happens in, in forced air or in hot hydronic is when you go to at 10 o'clock, right? That if let's say the 10 o'clock, 10 PM is your, is your night setback period, right? You're, you're in going into sleep mode. If that's, that's kind of like where that coldest part of the evening in the winter time is, is really starting to set in, 
you know, it's been dark for three or four hours, five hours by that time. And now you're going to shut your heat off. And in a, a radiant system, that might be off for eight hours, right? You basically went out to the boiler and turned it off. Oh, like to turn it for setback, you mean? So the thermostat yeah. isn't going to kick back on because it's going to take that long to lose the heat? Like the yeah, right, because it's got, it's got this ramp down. Yeah, and well, so, it also depends on the structure, of course. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, so like a, absolutely. a poorly designed home or poorly performing home is sure. going to drop quicker, right? Yeah. Yep. I get it. Yep. But we've, I've seen, I've seen it before where people have been like, oh yeah, you know, we had heat and then we got up this morning we didn't have heat and our baseboards froze up. And I don't know why our baseboards didn't come on because the zone valve's open and nothing's broken. Like the system's functional. Why did it not, why did it not heat? And it's because it was in this downward slope and the heat dissipated out of that piping it's up in the joist space. It's on near the outside wall where your baseboard lines are at or whatever. Yeah. And there's a crack around the hose bib. And a little breath of cold air was blowing in on that baseboard line. And it eventually was like, oh, too cold. Well, it's interesting and because you've seen, uh, I think you guys just experienced this with a family member, but you've seen houses actually freeze up because it gets cold and they're in a climate yeah. that doesn't that d- doesn't typically happen. So the house isn't built properly. You and I don't live sure. in those places. So our customer, Not- our conversations about this with customers, totally different. But yeah. anybody listening that lives in a warmer climate and you're seeing temperatures get colder than they used to or normally do. Which, by the way, let me point out, all politics aside, is something that is truly happening in the entire universe. You can't <laughs> deny it. Call it right. whatever you want. It's truly a thing. Uh, Texas freezing up and people dying. Uh, just the other day, Nashville was like below zero, which is not right. a thing. Not uh, a thing. Except yeah. it is now. You know, so yeah. like all these things, uh, big extreme events. I'm not go- even going there. That's not what no. the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> point I'm trying to, you know, like, you're right. I think setback, uh, there's a place for it. Certain systems are better yeah. for setback. I tell my customers all the time, like, if they have a furnace, a forced air furnace, I'm like, look, five degrees, if you want to do it, go for it. Because over time, it definitely does save uh, energy. Um, as long as your house is, like, not a total you know, smokestack and doesn't lose all its heat as soon as you turn (laughs) off the furnace. You know what I mean? Like if your house performs regularly, there's true scientific numbers and they've researched this honestly for decades to prove that yes, setting your thermostat back a little bit or zoning a system. There's a reason we zone systems because there's true benefit from it. Um, and, and it should hopefully be motivated at least first by comfort, second by energy savings. Right. Yeah. But yeah, not every system is good for it. And if it's going to be cold, like it was, like you're talking about, yeah, I would say the same thing. My customers don't turn your heat down or at least turn everything to that hold setting. And if you like, don't expect it to get 72 when it's 40 below outside, unless your system yeah. is way oversized, you know what I mean? <laughs> Depending on the kind yeah. of heating system you have in the first place. Yeah. You know? Well, and so that was... That was the big chase, you know? So Saturday, we were real busy Saturday, 26 below makes things happen. Yeah. And on Friday night, as it was approaching um, that that 26 below, we had like 35 mile an hour wind. And which cools when things we, down in the a winter, little bit. Yeah. And we, we almost never 
throughout the entire year get wind out of the north and the east, right? Like it just doesn't happen. We're always out of the south and the west. And and I've over 25 years of doing this, I've kind of made the the theory and I don't know if I don't know if it's right or if it's true or whatever, but it seems to fit the bill that that traditional wind that we get out of the south and the west for every home that's 20 years old has frozen and broken all and found exploited all of the problem areas, <laughs> all right? Of the leaks. And so when we get the north and the east wind, that only happens occasionally, right? You get it in the winter, you get it every now and then. Yeah. And that northeast wind finds new exploitations to screw with your life. And, you know, and you, you get that weird thing where the air blew down the combustion air duct for this time, it blew down and it froze the water heater like eight feet away, you know, and why the water you, wow. Right. I mean, I, well, I I had one here like two years ago, a three story house, three stories above grade. Yeah. The middle floor bathroom in the center of the house was froze up. Nothing else was none of the perimeter. And it's 69 degrees in the house, right? And, and the we're sitting there and I'm fan. talking to the guy. It came down the, came down around the vent. They didn't caulk the uh, the two-inch vent pipe that went up through the at, into the attic. Yeah. And the, so they had been up there. The cable TV guy or something like that moved all the insulation back. And they routed a, a new cable line down there. And there was a hole uh-huh. right alongside the vent pipe. And the hot and the cold water line literally had... You know, you've done it before. You can't trust those cable guys, I'm telling you. Well, they bent the water lines around the back of the two-inch drain line in the yeah. wall. Yeah, because there's no and room. It, yeah, and, and, the, and the, the cold air dropped right down the wall from the two stories up and Oof. froze the bathroom in the middle of the house. <laughs> and you're like, wait, no way. It doesn't even make sense. There's no way. And, and I had never found it until we cut the wall open. Somebody's screwing with You me. know, to fix these water lines. And I'm like, there's like cold air pouring in here. Where did Where the heck is that coming from? Climb up in the attic and sure enough, here's, that's crazy. Oh, look, there's, there's the vent pipe. So. Well, back to that, you know, other places freezing that don't normally, uh, you know, here's a common, uh, thing that, you know, it's not, I think it's the, the saying, you know, the idea that if you're worried that pipes are going to freeze because maybe you've experienced it in your house, maybe the yeah. problem isn't fixed, but it's not a normal situation. Like just leaving the water run at all the taps, like, a, you know, yeah. a little more than a trickle, just a tiny bit more yep. than a drip. Right. So like, it's just a, yep. a, a steady stream of water. Cause it's the theory is, and it's not foolproof by any means, but right. the theory is, is, you know, moving water is less likely to freeze. Than, yep. than just sitting there, you know, static in the piping. That's not yeah. even what we're talking about, though. Like, we're talking about a very simple precaution, though, in these cold climates where our houses are typically built for it. Yeah. You know what's interesting to me, though? Um, in Minnesota, so our code is always dictated that we can't put any water lines and outside walls and things like that. Yeah. Until, until, <laughs> like, we had a 24. 20- 12 or 2015 update. We're on the 2020 code now, I think. Yeah. Maybe it's 2022. I think it's 2020. Anyway, our plumbing code, which is UPC based, uh, Minnesota plumbing code, but it's UPC just like yours. I think basically we're operating under more or less everything's the same except for those little stipulations that each state kind of has. Yep. 
And uh, ours are carryovers from we had a little boutique code before, right? Sure. But anyway, uh, our code, like the UPC, does state that you can place water lines in outside walls as long as provisions are made to keep them from freezing. And I think, and it says it in the Minnesota code book. Yep. And to me, that was left in there because somebody argued bullheaded and long enough to get that so that they could run that one washer box and not get like flagged on an inspection or something because it makes 100% (laughs) zero sense. That's not even like that. What I just said doesn't even make sense. Like that's how much it doesn't make sense to put water lines in outside walls at all. Like, no, I don't. Well, but so my point is this, I'm watching this unfold every year. It happens every yeah. year uh, in climates that are like on the verge of freezing, but then they're like, oh, our water lines froze. I'm thinking, how are water lines freezing if you're building? And then I go, oh, well, because it's normally warm there, warmer, and that's not something they have to worry about. Here's my thought process, and maybe it's just too, maybe I'm being too simple-minded here, but I would imagine even if you're in an area that is not subject to extreme low temperatures, but could get to close to freezing at some point in time, I would yeah. investigate ways of building that would keep you keep these problems from ever even being an issue. Cause I'll be honest with you, it's rare. And this is the truth. Unless you're in some old, weird, awkward, you know, old house, weird, awkward situation. It's rare to see frozen water lines in Minnesota. It just is like, you just don't, I, it's so odd to see a frozen, I mean, it's got to get to be those 40, 50, 60 yeah. below temps for that to actually happen. I, I would agree with that in, in most, most cases. We didn't see, I don't know that we were in any new houses. Right. And this right. is what's oh, yeah, weird no. about it. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I should, I think I said that, but yeah, no, I should make yep. the point. I'm talking about right. in, but in most houses though, even some older yeah. ones, right? Yeah. What's, what's strange about that? And this is where, this is where I think about the, the weird exploitation about the wind and the whatever. And we fixed all of these yeah. in normal scenarios is that on Monday it was hundred, you know, or 90 or 26 below zero or whatever on Saturday on Monday, Cheryl had 109 incoming phone calls on Monday for frozen pipes, no heat whatever. Yeah. And, and lots of them are, lots of the freeze ups are related to the boiler failed or the, the vent intake froze up or, yep. you know, whatever, just because of the extreme cold and whatnot. But it's, it is, it is funny to see that, you know, when you get to somebody's house and you're like, Oh yeah, yep. Sure enough. Look at that. They put, they, why is the water line in the outside wall? Like, who built this? Yeah. You, you know, know what it, it, people look at that on, you know, in the construction phase and like, we really want to put our washer and dryer right here. And we really, yeah. we have, we can't live without a washer box. Yeah. And I look at that back to when I used to do new construction, it would come up and I'd tell them just straight up, I'm not doing it. Right. Well, we we're we need it that way. No, you don't. Yeah. You no. think you do, no. but Figure as soon as this freezes, yeah. you're going to think, well, that was a stupid idea. Yeah. You know, and it's and behind it's going a washing freeze. machine. Who flipping cares if there's some pipes that like let's secure them? They won't make noise. Yeah. Care? You're never yeah. gonna see them. Never gonna no. see them. Nope. Oh well, washer boxes. So yeah, they are nice. They're uh, no yeah. saying they're not. Let's not put one on an outside wall though. Seems really stupid to me. Yep. <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Um. Well, let me ask you this though. So I've yeah. I've 
had issues with uh, these smart thermostats that are left on settings. Let's just call it what it is, the Nest thermostat, unfortunately. I think Nest thermostat's really nice, actually. But people need to know how to use it. And they, the, I don't like the modes that these stats have where they're left to be uh, either on geofencing or, like, these automatic setbacks that are based off of, like, activity in the home, that kind of thing. You know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those make me nervous when we're talking about cold, cold weather. Yeah. Because yep. if you're not in a space and interact, like moving around and your thermostat doesn't see that you're even there. Right. That thing, these things go into these like deep setbacks. Yep. And yep. there's some kind of features built into them that are supposed to keep things from getting too cold, but it, I mean, I've been in houses that it was like 45 degrees. Yep. Because the thing was set back on that auto, like geofence or whatever. And I think that's not a good idea. That goes yep. back to what you were saying, like set it on hold and leave it. But these, I mean, I'm going to just, it feels like most of the people that have that kind of thermostat aren't going to interact with it. They're going to let it do its thing right. and they're going to trust it. Yep, exactly. Which probably a recipe yeah. for disaster, but <laughs> is it warmed up there? Uh, Yeah, it's starting to. We're above like 10 degrees or something like that. I think we're. So it's 10 degrees above today and, and, but like 15 mile an hour winds. So we're like three below. Yeah. It's not so, warm here. Uh, we're still yeah. below zero before the wind, but like, I think we're um, supposed to be 40 on Saturday. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> but we're going to warm up to into the thirties next week, which so. is going to be amazing. We're going to be at AHR anyway. I suppose that when That's people right. hear this, we'll either. Wait, yeah, we, we'll be, we'll have been be, done with AHR. Be in the, be in the, yeah. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, we had fun at AHR. It was a blast. We'll have to talk yeah, about that. That was a good time. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good right one. On. All right. Later.